Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading Morning Star from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with number 15, chapter 1, Concerning the Virtue of Chastity, on the Blessed Virgin Mary's chastity mentioned in the Gospels in the first place, Matthew 1, Luke 1, part 1, pages 39 through 40. It is impossible to count all the virtues of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Therefore, I will only mention those that the Holy Spirit willed to be described in the Gospels, because the Gospels first mention the virtue of chastity of the Mother of God. I will also start with this virtue. There are ten virtues of Mary described in the Gospels, and that is why I have divided my book into ten chapters each devoted to one virtue. Chastity, the noblest virtue, has three levels. The first one concerns married people, and we may call it a mutual chastity. It requires that both spouses refrain from any impure or sinful act with another person. They are to preserve between themselves pure and natural relations. The second level concerns widows and others who live a chaste life, restraining themselves not just from forbidden, but also from marital acts. In other words, such persons who want to please God and do not desire another marriage, but pledge to preserve chastity forever. This level of chastity is higher than the first, it is more pleasing to God and brings greater reward. The Holy Spirit, speaking through St. Paul, instructed us on this subject. A wife is bound to her husband as long as he lives. If the husband dies, she is free to be married to whom she wishes, only in the Lord. But in my judgment, she is happier if she remains as she is, and I think that I have the Spirit of God. 1 Corinthians 7, 39-40 The third level of chastity is reached by those who keep their virginity and persevere and preserve themselves from all impurity of body and mind. If this is sealed by a solemn vow, not only does it surpass the two previous levels, but it fundamentally differs from simple chastity and can be called the perfect virtue of virginity. The Blessed Virgin Mary is the almost divine example of this virtue. When we consider the time and the circumstances in which she practiced this virtue, the diligence with which she guarded it, and perfection with which she kept it, we will deem it as a most admirable achievement while pondering the example she left for us to the best of our abilities. Under the law of Moses, nobody knew nor appreciated the virtue of virginity. God did not reveal it to anyone. He only indicated that this virtue pleased him by forbidding 
the unclean to eat the sacred offerings contributed to God. That's from Leviticus 22. Similarly, any woman, even if she came from the line of priests, as long as she remained married to a man who was not from that line, was not allowed to eat them. Only after she became a widow and lived in her father's house, without entering into another marriage, was she allowed to eat them. Furthermore, although through Moses, God ordered the Israelites to abstain from marital acts for three days before they approached the mountain to listen to the voice of God. Through this abstinence, they were to prepare themselves to listen to the word of God, spoken to them through an angel. Similarly, David and his court were not allowed, despite their great hunger, to eat the sacred offerings unless they previously abstained from all contact with women for three days. Venerable Casimir begins with the virtue of chastity of the Blessed Virgin Mary, since that is the first one mentioned in the Gospels, especially in the infancy narratives of Matthew and Luke. He calls chastity the noblest virtue and says that it has three levels. The first is the mutual chastity of married couples. They are to remain faithful to one another and to refrain from adultery and to preserve pure and natural relations between themselves. The second level involves widows and others who live a chaste life. The widow uh, does not remarry, but rather remains chaste after the death of the spouse. St. Paul teaches that a widow may remarry, but he judges that she will be happier if she remains chaste. The third level of chastity is achieved by those who keep their virginity and preserve their purity of body and mind. Those who vow virginity arrive at the highest level, the perfect virtue of chastity. Venerable Casimir invites us to contemplate the example of the Blessed Virgin Mary, that example which she left us of living this virtue to a heroic degree. Under the Mosaic Law, there were foreseen brief periods of restraining from marital acts, but they weren't. But there was not foreseen the state of perpetual virginity, something that would only come into effect years after the life of Christ. If you would like to receive a Venerable Servant of God, Kazmir Vyshinsky, prayer card, visit shopmercy.org. Now let's pray for his beatification and intercession. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. O God, joy of the saints, make us glad by raising to the honors of the altar your faithful servant, Kazmir, and grant us the zeal to imitate him on our way to holiness. Amen. O God, merciful Father, in the heart of your servant Casimir, you aroused such a great zeal for accomplishing corporal and spiritual deeds of mercy. 
deigned to grant to us, through his intercession, the grace for which we implore you. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. It is recommended that this prayer, recited for a particular intention, be complemented by confession and Holy Communion. Please send news about any cure or other graces received from God through the intercession of Father Kazimir Wyszynski, requests for biographies and prayers, as well as any other correspondence to the following address. Vice Postulator of the Marian Causes of Canonization, Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception, to Prospect Hill Road, Stockbridge, Massachusetts, 01262. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.